0: To Occasionally Awesome, I'm Nick Youssef. I'm Kevin Christie. And apparently we don't dress as good as we thought we did. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Did we yeah. get a talking to? No, not really. Uh, <laughs> we did get some uh, some fashion advice, though, that we were we like... We did. Oh. Uh, our guest today, uh, Ilaria Urbanati. Yep. Uh, high profile.
1: She's basically a huge stylist. Yeah.
0: Yeah. A huge stylist. She yeah. dresses... Um, Bradley Cooper she's done Ryan Gosling she does a lot of men a lot of famous uh mm-hmm. men that's how she got her start Ben he, Affleck Ben Affleck was a, a, a very recent one Ian Summerhalter. Uh, yeah and then Army Hammer Army Hammer was the one I was trying to think of um yeah. so yeah like uh good looking rugged dudes who are super famous yep basically <laughs> that's what she does yep uh and then like a handful of also very like famous women she gets into um Lizzie Kaplan Nina Dobrev probably, yeah, yeah yeah um so yeah, we talked to Alaria f- about basically what that what it means to be a stylist, yeah. like how she got started, um, what what it means to style a person, like how do you what do you do? Like do you just like buy them clothes? Do you tell them what to wear, what not to wear? Is it a collaborative effort? All this stuff. Um, she's entertaining. Yep. She's very opinionated, um, which is great. Yeah. For uh, for you know telling people what the fuck to wear and how to look good. She knows her shit We asked her stuff About what we wear Which was kind of fun (laughs) Hey am I doing this right What do you think about this We asked her about Hipster culture And that kind of clothing Right Uh, So if, if you Like fashion and style Or kind of Are like I don't know what to do What to wear This is a good one Yeah yeah
1: Right now Kevin You're staring at your phone Because Go ahead Because uh, If you listen to the car episode That we did Last week My brother Jeff <laughs> With a G Sent me a text It reads as follows You guys really need A fact checker On your podcasts Uh When talking about music Or cars Or anything from the 80s <laughs> Right The Van Halen music video with the Blue Angel Jets was not right now. It was Dreams. Thanks, Jeff. And Thomas Magnum, as from Magnum PR, Magnum PI never drove a 328 Ferrari. It was always a 308. Okay. That is a text from Jeff. Right. My brother, Jeff. We appreciate that. Do we? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Do we? (laughs) Uh, That Uh, is funny. So you know we got something wrong, and that's gonna yeah. happen. I don't know a thousand more times. Oh yeah, I mean
0: we're you know especially with details like that, it's like all yeah. right, we got excited, and I don't know who even said yeah. I, it wasn't me because I've never really seen Magnum PI. Oh, you're too young. It might have been Ryan. Anyway, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, though, Jeff. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that was a fun one to do. Just get all that car stuff out yeah for assistant Ryan was like dude that was great man never get to talk cars with anybody that was mm-hmm. fucking awesome mm-hmm. like he really enjoyed it yeah. um, but this episode I really liked
1: no she's fascinating and her yeah. wealth of knowledge base is insanity yeah, it's the, 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 what's interesting to me is the specificity it actually gets into to what makes something look right and why. Yeah, and what she does and and just the level of completion. It's not these aren't accidents. When you see a celebrity looking good on a thing, mm-hmm. there it's nothing about it that's even remotely accidental. Yeah, absolutely. So that's like, what I found I fascinating. Mean, the
0: detail, and you'll hear she'll talk about it like later in the episode of how like it's not just getting a suit and putting it on someone. It's yeah. like making it comfortably and like hemming things and altering stuff and you're that was surprising to me because it's like that is way more work than yeah. you would think and i even told her i was like i thought stylists were like i'm i need to get dressed for this and they just go get a bunch of cool looking shit and throw it on your body
1: stylus is like a broad term to where you don't really understand exactly, what is involved. Yeah. so it's interesting to hear what is actually involved to yeah. doing it well, and that's the thing, Alaria. I've known her a while now. When when I first met her, I she had a store, and uh, she talks about that a little bit. And it was like, oh, she styles some people. Now she's a big stylist. Yeah, like it's no joke. Like she's become one of the premier stylists in, in entertainment. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, so it's really
0: cool. Yeah, uh, and all kind of on her own. Mm-hmm. Like she just started by. There was no like, you know. I mean, like, she, her family, I guess, was in that world of, like, you know, one's a photographer, one's, like, an art dealer. So, like, she came from a world like that where yeah. she understood aesthetics and style and shit. But there was never, like, oh, my dad was in fashion. I got into the business. It was, like, yeah. she just got into it and then built this whole thing on her own. It's, yeah. yeah. I always think that's super cool when someone does. Like, just like uh, Greg Rivero from, from Mishka, who he got yeah. on. He was just, like, I started having an interest in this when I was young and then it turned into this fucking business like yeah. a p- so passion project that becomes a it's interesting to listen to someone yeah. who
1: really kind of did it on their own and, yeah, it's, it's, and it's doing cool. really well so it's cool
0: yeah um, and then if you uh, as you're listening to this if you want to see the things the uh, I'm sorry the the people and events she has styled you can go to her website IlariaUrbanati.com or net which one was it I think com um Either way, just Google her name: I L A R I A Ilaria Urbanati's U R B I N A T I. Those are her Twitter handles and Instagram handles and her website, and you can see all the people uh, who she's made look pretty fucking awesome. Yep. Uh, so that's it. That is the episode you're about to hear. Please enjoy it. Let us know what you think. Uh, contact at nickyusef.com if you have anything cool or fun to tell me. I'll be in San Francisco December 26th, 7th, and 8th. That is the end of this week at the San Francisco Punchline with Ron Funches. Please come out to that if you live in San Francisco or are spending the Christmas weekend there. Um, well, let's do it. Let's have fun shows out there. That's always a fucking great club, so it's going to be good. Yeah. With or without you. No. <laughs> um, but please go. And uh, Kevin.
1: Uh, December 30th, UCB, 11 p.m. UCB on Franklin with JC Coakley. A snap.
0: So come to that, please. Sweet. Good deal. Enjoy this episode, you guys. We love you. Bye.
2: I wish you would come pick me up. Take me out. (laughs) We just started right now. Okay, got it yeah <laughs> so what do you do okay. um
0: so you got, I just met you for yeah. the very first time
3: I feel like I know you from Twitter
0: okay yeah so you kind of do meet people that way now it's true so we sort of know each other yeah, that I way
3: I knew I, like I know your face so well from your Twitter photo
0: right right so what do you know about me just from Twitter uh, I've never actually asked anyone that
3: I guess that you have a mustache, okay. and that you dye your hair, and that you're occasionally... I dye my hair? And that you're occasionally awesome. Oh. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> so you're paying attention.
3: <laughs> I, didn't say, I didn't say dye, I uh. said gel.
0: Oh, gel. I don't do Whatever that Whatever that is. What's yeah. in your hair? It's a pomade. Dep. Yeah.
3: It's very, um, like, what is that? Like, kind of little rockabilly?
0: Sort of. I saw something online that called it, like, an old picture of different hairstyles. Mm-hmm. And then this one's called the Parisian foldback. What? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm
2: running with it's that. Way shit. too
0: long of a title for yeah. that. And <laughs> it's also so obnoxious that I had to tell people the that. Parisian yeah. foldback. They're like, "Fuck you!" It's a side part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Side part. It, It's it, it, literally the picture day. Yeah, is what it, I, it like anger comes out of people when I go. It's called the Parisian foldback. They go, "Fuck <laughs> you!" It's not that. It's a side part. <laughs> 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 um, I
3: pick. I pay very close attention to men's hair, men's grooming, because of this. You know,
0: because, because of, of what you job. do. Yeah.
1: What I are, w- I was curious. Do you at this? Do you have to differentiate between what you like personally versus what it, like is happening? Is there? Do you find yourself ever being like, okay, this is what's happening now. This is what men are into. This is what men are doing. But I don't particularly like it. So you almost have to recommend to people things that maybe you don't love but are right for the time?
3: No, no. I would never recommend something that I didn't stand behind 100%. Um, No, plus I always think I know better than (laughs) everyone. Right. (laughs) Um, No, you know, it's a combination. Like, there's trends. You know, with menswear versus women's, it's not as much of a thing because trends are less important in menswear. It's much more like... I mean, men's clothes doesn't change that much.
1: It seems like it changes way slower. Slower, yeah. Yeah,
3: Yeah. and I I, I usually find that I have a pretty good sort of premonition about like where fashion's going. Right. And I could tell usually if I start getting really like into a a certain look and I start wanting to – and I start finding myself like drawn to that and putting clients in that, then I find that that fashion does tend to get there eventually. So it is sort of my job to be – more ahead yeah of fashion than behind it
1: but i mean you're not just arbitrarily putting clothes on people you are technically kind of a tastemaker at this point i hope so i mean yeah that is like your job i mean or not your job but you kind of are one inadvertently
3: it is my job technically but yeah i mean i i am taking this off because it's making too much noise um yeah I, i mean i like to think of myself i like to think that that is a big part of what i do um you know and then and it's hard to say like sometimes i want to take <laughs> credit for certain big trends and i'm right. like yeah we were doing that first uh-huh. um and then sometimes you just never know it's like what's it's like, an example like of a five trend five designers all come out with the same exact trend at the same time it's like yeah. a weird thing that happens i don't yeah. know um like a good thing like for example for hangover one for the tour for bradley cooper uh simon spur this designer who was not very well known at the time he was brand new and he did three piece suits. Nobody was really doing three piece suits at the time, and we put them all. And Bradley, f- he had something like four different premieres for Hangover. For right. The first one, and he wore a three piece suit to every single one. And and I've actually read it in other in men's magazines that they credit like Bradley for kind of launching the three piece suit trend. Oh right. wow! So,
1: I mean, uh, the way I i think of it like i guess historically is la is like to a certain degree a fashion forward city and your store occupy was a big deal to be it was the first like big cool store on that block that wasn't really like you know kind of thrifty or whatever yeah it was like and it became like a destination it became a fashion destination
3: you know that it closed right yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i'm
1: (laughs) aware but there's still something there now (laughs) Like no, I,
3: I agree. You know, like even for me, like I'm finding, I definitely feel the void of the store being gone when I'm shopping for my clients. Yeah, I mean, I like so many times when I'm pulling clothes, when I'm buy you know, most of the time the way it works is we borrow the clothes for for celebrities, but sometimes we'll have jobs where we're shopping, and I, I'm always like, oh god, I wish Confederacy, we still had Confederacy to pull from because, sure, I could go to Barney's and find everything I need, but confederacy just had like more unique pieces that were special without being like I think a lot of time with menswear people misconstrue it like unique or special is I think it means like a lot of bells and whistles or like overly styled right and I felt like confederacy was still sort of timeless and masculine but it would be like in a cool color that maybe you didn't see in other stores or like a cool right. piece that maybe you know you didn't think of or whatever and actually we i felt like we brought back in a lot of the trend of being a little bit old-fashioned as well which no
1: i would absolutely is, agree with that yeah
3: you know which is it goes back to the three-piece suit on bradley like it's such an old-fashioned look and i am always really drawn to that um another thing is you know when i did the men's suit line with albert hammond jr albert from the strokes he's uh-huh. super stylish and i want to do a men's line and my business partner danny masterson uh, who owned confederacy with me it was his idea he was like why don't you call up albert since he's he's always wanted to do a line maybe you guys do one together and that's what happened we did that yeah and we and, and everybody really everybody at the time was only doing like black gray navy blues maybe if they got creative they were doing blues and so we put out you know the suits in hunter green yeah maroon yeah you know these kind of colors that were special but again still very masculine because they're deep rich colors um almost woodsy colors and then Ryan Gosling wardrobe designer for Crazy Stupid Love bought them and he wore them in the movie and oh, yeah. that movie helped launch the colored suit trend that's going on so strongly to the point it's so strong now that I'm over it I'm almost like okay what's next yeah so we definitely helped you know so there's a few things that we def- definitely I feel, like, helped push through. I don't think we came up with them out of nowhere. I mean, I think...
1: But it is, like, those small... It is not small, but, like, you know, it is, like, a cu- one person wearing it or a cu- one stylist putting it on someone. Like, I... For the longest time, I always... I think, like, I didn't plan... I didn't ever think to buy skinny jeans until I saw The Strokes.
3: Right, yeah. Like, well, yeah, I mean, The Strokes... Brought back. I mean, I remember when The Strokes came out and it was, like, a time... And, you know, music is so... Cyclical, cyclical yeah the word? Mm-hmm. and it was all what was it like in sync and backstreet boys in britney or was that was the that was the big music scene yeah and then the strokes came out and changed everything and in the, their style i remember seeing girls like sofia coppola's little uh niece gia coppola who's like a director now but she was like a, in high school at the time yeah i remember going to parties and seeing her and all her little friends they're younger than me a lot younger, and um, seeing them dressed like The Strokes, basically. I remember suddenly I mean, z- everyone was like in vintage Levi's, and I went to The Strokes show
1: before the record came out, the first record, and Sofia Coppola was there, and like ev- yeah. it was one of those things where everyone was like, oh. This is the new thing. Yeah. We're all going to now dress like this. Levi's didn't make narrow jeans. No, not even Levi's. They didn't make them. You couldn't buy them. You had to buy 505s and like go to the denim doctor.
3: I think they were getting like (laughs) probably vintage ones, but in the converse. I mean, they really did the whole converse thing, the beat up. And it's funny because I remember thinking like, wow, we did not dress this cool in high school. These girls were so cool. It's like uh, Lisa Love from Vogue, like her daughter and Gia Coppola's niece. It's like all these little girls that were literally like 15 and they were like so cool.
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess in a weird way, you could, th- that did kind of like, was, do you think maybe that was like the earliest form of Americana kind of being pushed back in? Like it was, you know, all stars, narrow Levi's. Kind of
3: Americana. Yeah, I guess they are doing like Springsteen. Yeah. You know, um,
0: because Americana now is considered like 40s, 50s wear, yeah, it's like heritage wear, yeah.
3: which everyone's doing, you know. Um, yeah, and, and and Confederacy was very like that, like everything the design, the whole design of it, the old, the old brick walls, yeah, yeah, even the, being
0: in there was, yeah, yeah. how'd that feel?
3: Yeah, had the vibe, like the first season, we had all the staff dressed in uh, like little uniforms, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to feel like almost like. Like, I had this picture in my head of, like, old, uh, like, Macy's in New York. like Yeah, Christmas yeah. Time with, like, you know, the windows and the whole thing. But but anyways, but R.I.P. Confederates. <laughs>
1: it was a fantastic store. Oh, it was, it was too, cool. Too
3: I just couldn't do it anymore, you know. I, when I started with Confederacy, I probably had, like, maybe eight clients. eight Yeah. Clients. And now I have, we counted, actually, the other day on my website. My assistant and I were counting how many, like, Working clients, meaning, like, guys that we have in our roster, like, on a regular basis. And it's 30. We have 30 guys.
1: Well, I just noticed after a while you were never, ever there. And, you know, I would follow you on Twitter. It was always, like, you were in New York or, like, you just were never here anymore.
3: And I don't really do things half-assed. And it just became a thing where I would just turn into a monster and go in there and be like, ah, why is this like this? Why? I just didn't want to put my name on something where I wasn't able to be there to make it the way I thought it should be.
1: When you started, because you got, uh, to my knowledge, known for styling men initially. Was that... Did you plan on that, or was that just what you happened to get known for earliest? It just happened.
3: You know, I was doing... I started out... Okay, well, I started out in retail. I was a buyer. And then I became the wardrobe... Well, okay. It's actually a funny story, because (laughs) I was... Technically, my title was wardrobe consultant for a TV show called The L Word on Showtime. Right. I was actually dressing all the leads... Recently, New York Times did an article about me, and they wrote (laughs) that I was the wardrobe designer because that's what I call it. Because the technical title was wardrobe consultant. Right. They had to do that because of SAG, because of Canadian Union. Oh yeah. The head wardrobe girl in the L word, who was a monster, (laughs) came out (laughs) and actually called the New York Times and made them correct it—a correction. Right. Which I was like, you. Can I curse on this thing? Yeah, yeah, all you want, psycho bitch. (laughs) It's been like ten years. Get the fuck over it. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Maybe that
0: was her peak.
3: That was the. I. You know what it was? It was like that. The L word was like, it was my style boot camp. It was a fucking nightmare. (laughs) I. It was my first gig ever. I was way over my head. I couldn't believe they hired me. It was a situation where the actress Mia Kirshner came into the store that I was a buyer for. The store called Satine. That was really popular, like kind of overnight. It was like the first sort of boutique to have, like, to be like sort of like a press sensation. Um, it was it in, in, yeah, in LA? Yeah, in LA. It's still there. Um, or at least, like, one of the first LA boutiques to have, like, to, it was almost like a celebrity in its own. Like, you would get right. all these articles written about the store. It was really weird. And, um, and it was when stylists were just starting to happen. Like, I didn't really even know what a stylist was. I remember Rachel Zoe would come in. I remember this stylist, Janine Israel, coming in and being like, so I'm styling this girl, Lindsay Lohan, for this Disney movie, but no one's heard of her, so no one will lend me clothes. Can you guys help me out? And then it was, like, cut to, like, two weeks later, suddenly she's with Rachel Zoe. She's, like, two pounds. And right. all of a sudden, she becomes, like, the most famous girl ever and then rachel zoe all of a sudden blows up and it, and i saw it all happen it was just weird
1: well i think ta- uh, like at that time also tabloids were really big so yes, what people were wearing started
3: coming out you uh, needed
1: like oh i know 24 hours i just noticed that like i remember thinking to myself like in sync is hauling ass through a lot of looks really fast because <laughs> they needed like a, you needed new looks all the time i remember like, reading a
0: thing on like how lindsey lohan in particular because they would just the tabloids would follow them around all day and yeah, night. Like her, Lisa
3: Simpson, Nicole Richie, yeah. um, um, Misha Barton, and Rachel yeah. Bilson, and Perez Hilton had just launched. Yeah, it was brand new, and um, stylists at the time, like there was the economy was better, so Bud studios were giving stylists huge budgets. So everybody was buying the clothes, which doesn't happen anymore. Like I remember Cameron Diaz and Rachel Zoe coming into Satine, and Cameron was hosting the kids choice awards or teen choice or some shit and they bought all the, they had, she had to do like 30 outfits because she was hosting and they bought all of the clothes at Sateen and I remember people being like oh nobody would spend four or five hundred dollars on a pair of flats and I was like yes they will and we would buy flats for Sateen and we were like the only ones really selling flats at that price point point. and then Rachel Zoe would come in and buy them for Misha Barton and then Misha would wear them on the OC and then all of a sudden flats became like The craze, and they would be like, all of a sudden, girls were buying like Balenciaga flats. I mean, I guess it's not totally fair because Chanel was doing flats for a long time before that. But other than like Chanel, basically, or like maybe Ferragamo, like nobody was buying like $500 flats. It was like you either bought cheap, like $30 flats, or you bought heels. Right. So it was fun times, the team, because I got to see all of these trends happen and we had a big part of it. And that's when my career really started to take off. And then Mia Kirshner, and at this point, I was really focused on women's wear. And then uh, Mia Kirshner, who was on the L Word, who was this actress who was like in the Crow, and anyway, she would come in. She would come in, and one day she was like, "Who's the buyer for the store?" And we met, and she's like, "Would you come?" I think she was really pushing to have the style of the show be cooler, be cooler. Like they're done season one. And they all just looked very, like, cliched lesbians. And I think they wanted it to be, like, Sex in the City.
1: And it was lesbians. also just, like, cliché
3: TV show. That, too. But they all looked the same. Yeah. And I had never seen the show. And Mia comes in, and she's like, can you come interview for the job? And I was like, well, I've never styled before, but okay. And I never wardrobe anything. And, and I, wa- I had never seen the show. I, mean, I was like, there's no way I'm going to get this job. <laughs> they interviewed, like, <laughs> like 30 huge stylists at the time um or as big as huge a stylist could be at the time because it wasn't really a thing like it is now um and i watched the show the night before and i remember watching it like outraged like why is it why (laughs) is she wearing that and why is she wearing that and why they all look the same and what is happening and i like tore through all these magazines and like sort of threw together this little package and i went into the meeting with the producer and I didn't go in interview mode because I didn't give a shit about getting the job because I didn't think I was going to get it. Right. So I went in, I was like, this character like, should be wearing this, and this one should be wearing this, and this one should be wearing this. And I don't know why they look like this. This is terrible. <laughs> and they hired me, <laughs> and I was 23 years old. That's great. And suddenly I was like head wardrobe on this show. And what happened was that they – I'm so happy I finally get my revenge. I get to tell the story. So <laughs> they had this wardrobe designer who, in her defense – was a veteran wardrobe designer. She'd done a million shows. You know, this is back when everybody shot in Vancouver instead of, like, Atlanta. Right. And um, she had done, like, all the shows in Canada. And I come in, I'm like this little pipsqueak, and I'm like, hi, I'm going to dress everyone now, and you're going to do the extras. In her defense, (laughs) she, you know, but that was the thing. And they gave her a chance to quit, and she didn't. I mean, she did, and then she, like, decided to come back because whatever they you know they were a team they needed a job and she comes back so she made my life hell. she actually tried to get my sister and i arrested we what the first time we went to Can- vancouver to do the show <laughs> the, the l word people had been like oh you won't need a work permit just say you're visiting a friend and we get and so we're like oh okay. god and we get there and within the first day we're there I remember we get called into the producer's office. We had been there for two days, and we had been like doing some shopping there, even though we would pull most of the clothes in L.A. And this guy comes in from like the whatever immigration offices, and he writes our rights, and like basically like threaten to arrest us and i have Whoa. a bad temper so i went into like fuck you mode which wasn't going over well and luckily my assistant was started crying <laughs> she did not thank god <laughs> luckily, <laughs> she she, luckily she's very sweet so she was she started crying was like i just want to go home and i guess the guy finally <laughs> felt bad for us and let us go home and then then they got us by the way like a permit within like an hour they made yeah. it sound like it was going to be so hard to get we had permits faster than i could blink and so after that, every single time I would go to Canada, which was once a week for six months, they would like pull us through the office and give us, you know, it's like a whole thing. I never go to Canada. Like you can't pay me enough money to go to Canada for a job. <laughs> I had to go to dress all the like X-Men cast members for the White House correspondence Dinner. And they treated me like I was like a criminal terrorist. I was like, I hate this place so much. <laughs> I do have a lot of Canadian clients and I love them. But but I don't ever want to visit Canada again.
0: You're from here, right? L.A.?
3: I'm from Rome. I'm from Italy originally. Oh. I lived in Ro- Italy. That was way off. Yeah. That's okay. I, was, I basically grew up here. I mean, I lived in Italy till I was five. And then I moved to Paris and I moved, I went to, I was in Paris till I was about 10 or 11, 12. I don't even know. And then we moved here and I didn't speak any English at all. None. Wow. Zorro. Everything. I learned English watching like Zorro, Baby <laughs> Crockett, <laughs> Happy Days, and Winnie the
2: Pooh. <laughs> wow. And
3: uh, I was an ESL. I was like a super nerd. And and I learned English faster than any ESL student they'd ever had like in the history of their school. And I was like, that's because I'm trying to fit in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I need to be cool stats. to be cool. <laughs> yeah. this
3: isn't happening. So yeah, so that's, so where I'm from but I've been here pretty much since ever. I mean we've moved we've gone to New York and I went to born school in Oregon and stuff but I'm pretty much like an LA native I feel like
0: do you feel like your sense of style or what you think is stylish was in any way informed by living in Europe when you were 100%. a kid
3: absolutely because
0: in my head walking through Europe is that everyone looks amazing
3: no 100% I feel like I have a very I mean, my sense of culture comes from my family, and mm-hmm. my family's through and through. Like, they're true Europeans. I mean, my mother's an art dealer, so is my grandfather. My father's a photographer. My sister, my aunt are both in fashion. Like
0: Oh, so yeah, it's in the bloodline. It's in
3: the bloodline. Yeah. And, and you know, and I, I did not want to be in fashion at all. I, I wanted to be a writer. I thought fashion was so stupid and like vapid. And I thought I was like, gonna be like Bukowski or something I used to like sit around when I was like 20 like with my like typewriter because I was like too cool to write on a laptop I thought technology was like not cool and I would like chain smoke and like write poetry on paper napkins and like the back of (laughs) matchbooks and like we
0: found some of that poetry and we're gonna read it (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yeah, yeah, oh man I still have it we have have a research
0: department that does a lot of work
3: and the other day my dog ate it all
0: no way. Oh.
3: Pretty much all of it, because so. you
0: fed it to the dog. Like, hey, <laughs> not
3: fed it to the dog. My dog actually went inside the bookcase and pulled it what? out. Yeah, she's a terrorist. She will get through anything. Crazy. But no. But going back to my family, you know, my dad and my um, grandfather are, and my uncle are all really, really like well dressed, very old fashioned. Like my grandfather was like ascots and shit. Oh wow! Like, they're not
4: fucking yeah. around.
3: And my grandmother is. Like ninety something, and she looks incredible. She wears like Jordache jeans with like an Hermes like Birkin bag, Bulgari jewelry like the Cartier tank watch, like Mason-y, uh like scarf with like um, Chanel flats. Like they, my whole they could not be. Like, I always think of, um, the or, uh, like, my family's, like, the Italian, like, Royal bombs. meets, <laughs> like, Igby Goes Down. Like, Susan right. Sarandon reminds me so much of my grandma. They actually, my grandma looks like Susan Sarandon, like, they're identical.
1: But that, to me, was the sense I, what I liked about your story and what I liked always liked about your styling is it doesn't seem like, hey, this person's super dressed up. It's more just, like, this it's is effortless, the yeah. effortless, like, everyday way to look. Kind of exceptional yeah. without it being like, "Hey, everyone, look at my wacky ass outfit." Yeah, it's but more just like this European is a better thing. way to. Yeah, it's a better way to yeah. dress on a daily basis. It's you, a
3: very, real, it's a very effortless look, and that's my dad. I mean, if you were to see photos of my dad, he looks like he's like a Paul Newman meets Richard avidon or something. Like he just has this really cool look to him. Like he wears like chambray shirts, and yeah. like I still have one of his like safari like chambray shirts, like. He's got really cool style. It's very relaxed, and I mean, he's you know old now, but <laughs> but he's got great style. But um, but so to go back to how I got into men's styling, so I did the L word, and there was ten chicks on the show and one dude, and the dude, which was by the way Eric Lively, who was Blake Lively's brother. Mm-hmm. How random is that? Yeah, yeah. But Eric got um. He, I remember he got voted on TV Guides Best Dressed Man on Television. Oh, wow. And Which wasn't that surprising, by the way. He's probably the only dude on television to this day to ever wear, like... He was wearing, like, Margiela and Comme des Garcons and, like, uh, Victor and Rolf and shit. Like, he was very, like, cool. And um, and that's when I remember thinking, like, oh, okay, well, there's something there. Like, I, have a, I must have a, some kind of a knack for this. And then when I started styling, I had a friend, this photographer, James Gooding who would hire me to dress men a lot and really big guys like James McAvoy and Emile Hirsch and guys that were really like having big moments at the time. Um, and yeah. And I just kept doing men. And I think because it wasn't a lot of people styling men, it became like a niche for me. And
1: it yeah, was there a void. I mean, I didn't start noticing.
3: I think so. That kind
1: of stuff till I started noticing what you were doing.
3: I don't think yeah, I, I, yeah, it was a good, it was like a timing thing. It was like a mixture of like confederacy and in men and stylists just getting big in the fir- in anyway, and then you know, it's not like I'm the first men stylist. Like you, you get Samantha Millen, who's McMillan, who's been doing like Johnny Depp and Daniel Craig and all these guys for a long time. Yeah, but but it was like a just a. Thing of a lot of things falling into place at the right time for
0: Johnny Depp. I feel like they just like we're just gonna dump this box of jewelry on you, and then whatever (laughs) sticks to your body is like what you're gonna wear to this.
3: You know, my guess is that Sam launched uh, that look for him, like sort of in the 90s, and yeah, you know, I think a lot of men tend to like stick to a look that works for them for a long time, yeah. Uh, But so what happened is then Danny again, Masterson, who seems to be my fairy godmother, (laughs) he it was his idea he had done a movie called Yes Man with Bradley Cooper Mm -hmm. and he asked Bradley to host one of our parties the Mm -hmm. confederacy and Bradley came and Danny was like hey you should get and Bradley Cooper was not Bradley Cooper like the hangover hadn't come out yet yeah he was like the guy from and crashers yeah yeah you know and i knew he was gonna be big like i'd seen there were billboards with his face all over town with The Hangover, and he was very handsome i mean we definitely asked him to host the party like knowing that he was like yeah big you know his details cover was out but he wasn't the bradley cooper of today i mean you know there hasn't been as movie star in this decade as big as bradley really like he is it's like a classic movie star he's a big
1: movie he kind of like I think because he got famous for a comedy you don't think of it the same but he's a big fucking
3: movie he's a star. He's huge movie star. Yeah. He's been nominated, you know, yeah. like two years in a row, maybe mm-hmm. again this year. He is a guy, you know, like in the, like in the last decade there was like Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, George Clooney, like a lot of guys that came out all at the same time were all really huge and Yeah. we didn't have as much of that this generation. I think yeah. Bradley's one of the biggest. Yeah. And um, and he can he can do comedies and he can win Oscar, get nominated for Oscars and and he's very masculine and guys like him and girls like him and yeah. you just don't get that a lot in um,
0: real life. How is he tall? He seems like he'd be six tall.
2: Six
3: foot three.
0: Okay, so he's That's like tall. a giant in Hollywood. That's a good size yeah. to dress.
3: I, all my men are very tall for some reason. I
1: disagree. It's hard to find, but clothes hang better on tall dudes.
3: I agree. I mean, yeah
1: clothes hang but the pants if they're skinny they actually look long and good and yeah, <laughs> like skinny i, mean, I agree men, with that men,
3: clothes look good on tall guys i mean you can make clothes look good on anybody but yeah tall guys kind of can step into clothes better
0: so yeah i agree with that but my problem is finding stuff that will fit How tall my are you? you're tall i'm six foot four
3: you mean, you know, that's a tough one because you're also super slim.
1: Yeah, right. that's the thing. You your and shoulders are broad, hard. but you're not like because you a huge go, dude.
3: Because Bradley's like six three, but he's like broad. So okay. he's automatically going size large, but then probably the larges are too baggy on you, right?
0: Sometimes, yeah. Or like a button down, the buttons will spread. Like
3: what neck size are you? Sixteen. I have no idea. Half?
0: Probably somewhere in there.
3: That's my party trick, by the way. (laughs) 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 But so that's probably.
0: Who knows? Do you know your neck size? 14 and a half. See, I, Are you
3: 14 and a half? I would have said 15.
1: It's like, I depends on the shirt. 15 and a half. Depends on the shirt.
3: Well, wow, 14 and a half, I haven't seen a lot. Giovanni Ribisi is a 14 and a half.
1: No big deal. No
3: no big deal. I'll take <laughs> having the
1: same neck as him any fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> Got the Ribisi neck. That's <laughs>
3: hilarious. Yeah, no, um, a lot, I, I, you know, I think it's like, as a stylist, it's a little bit like with actor, acting where you get typecast. Yeah. And for me, I've been typecast as the girl who does the big, rugged, Action guys. But
1: not, But this year, you crushed the Emmys super hard with our friend Lizzie Kaplan. I did, yeah. I mean, like, Who, by the the way, front page of everything. Loves you,
3: and I saw your, your little portrait of her friend. Yes. <laughs> it's like the most
1: Wait, What did you do? <laughs> I did it's a like, portrait please, of her friend Lindsay Sloan for her birthday. Oh, okay, And
3: it's pretty much the most amazing thing she I've ever
1: She was like, see. make her look like a W, I want it to be like, like a debutante. WB press. It's like It looks like a painting that a dad would get of her daughter. It's <laughs> the <laughs> most his incredible
3: thing and I actually got to watch Lindsay's reaction when she walked in and That's saw cool. it. That's cool. was really priceless.
1: <laughs> I, I made, it's very shiny. It's a very shiny <laughs> <laughs> portrait. Kevin
3: made me a portrait of Bradley Cooper's dog for my christmas present to him
1: oh that's cool yep yeah yep i did lots of dog portraits for you to portrait, be fair
3: port, dog portrait to the stars yep
1: <laughs> please no one ask me please, <laughs> yeah. I don't. please. flooded like, with emails kevin yeah. was like
3: please don't tell
1: it <laughs> you were like i want to yeah. tweet it and tag your name i was like no you go why i go because dog portraitist is a moniker that tends to stick <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hard to work around it <laughs> Yes, I've done a handful of dog portraits. Yes,
2: including Waffle.
1: <laughs> That's going to be your retirement. When you're like 60, living in Malibu in a little house. It's, you're hard to no. it's hard to say no. It's hard to say no because the stories are always very sweet. They're like, right. they just got him and their dog, their other dog died. I'm like, just send me the picture. Yeah. Yeah. That, was my, that was my pitch. Yeah.
3: That was my pitch.
1: <laughs> Kristen Ritter did one for her. <laughs>
3: So, but yeah, so Lizzie Kaplan, yeah, we did. Lizzie loves you so much. She always talks about how much she, she's like obsessed with you. Well, um, don't mind if I do. Ever. I
0: think it's the neck. She's
3: got, she, she loves a spindly the, neck. A, and
0: a
2: half half 14 neck. and a half neck.
1: <laughs>
3: Lizzie has got to be the coolest girl I know. She, yeah, we did this great gown, which was actually custom from Donna Karen, And it was a pretty cool moment because they sent us, um, ske- I, I, I knew we wanted to do custom and they sent us sketches.
4: Wow. A
3: Karen of like a bunch of different gowns. And there was one that I loved, which is the one we used. Yeah. And it was, the dress was all black in the sketch. Yeah. And I was like, and it looked a way, the way that they had shadowed the sketch in an effort to be like artsy made it, like they were trying to do like, I don't know, shadowing <laughs> or whatever, but it made it look like the back of the dress was white. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is the back of the dress white? And they were like, no. And I was like, can it be? Yeah. And they were like, Sure. And I mean that and that is what made the
1: dress. Honestly, cool. yeah. I mean it, wow. it's a super dramatic and black and moment. white dress. I mean, that's the
3: moment that now Lizzie is on every list this year. Yeah. Of like yeah. you know, Fashionista twenty fourteen, best dress twenty fourteen. Like it's Harper's Bazaar named it one of the best dresses of the year.
1: I was at was her moment. house getting spray tanned. <laughs> That's absolutely true. And she had like the pictures of, of the choices, like yeah. the different ones. And she showed me the black and white one. And she was like, I think this one. Yeah. And I go, I go, it's definitely like the most memorable. She goes, because I'm, she, she was like the right age too. She's not, yeah. she's young. Yeah. So it was like, she could get away with and it. She and was she,
3: nominated. She so was nominated. Like, go big or go home.
1: That's what she was like. What if I never get nominated again? This is such a banger of a dress that it's like, I'll ki- you know she, she kind of like distress fucking kills it
3: plus it was sexy so it still was like it still felt young <laughs> even though it was like very grace kelly kind of old school it was really really open on them it had that really look it cool.
1: kind of was like it was perfect for her at that moment it really was perfect think, for her at that moment i have
3: to say like i knew it was gonna be a big moment i didn't i could not have foreseen the reaction
1: to it it was I the mean, most talked about think, one of I, the it night was,
3: it was just it was like a, a joke like the Donna Karen people were like what the fuck is going on and like <laughs> yeah. every single magazine and the cover uh it was like the the front of Los Angeles Times yeah. like entertainment or whatever art yeah. section like it it was literally half a page the top half page was a giant photo of Lizzie and her yeah. train and then below it like five small photos yeah. of like huge movie stars that were, all were nominated like, wow! It was a big deal, and I must have gotten like five thousand like tweets about it. And yeah, and,
1: it was pretty big. I remember, yeah. I remember the day after being like, "This is pretty big shit." Like, I definitely texted her and was like, "You're a stupid," and B that <laughs> was this is crazy. Like, you're <laughs> like a full on like that's.
3: It was crazy, and it was fun because we had been <laughs> doing a lot of really cool outfits that got like attention, but that not everyone got to see. And then it was like all of a sudden they were like all the magazines were running the old outfits. Yeah as well so it was like they were like rehashing her older looks and stuff but you that
1: wasn't like 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 your first female styling thing you've been doing you've been doing her for a while i do
3: lizzie i do shailene woodley yeah who's arguably my probably my biggest client female client and um she gets a lot of attention as well we've had some really big moments with her and then i do nina dobrev who also gets a lot of attention nina had a the only other look besides the Lizzie dress and the Donna Karen in the red I mean in the black and white was Nina in a red and actually coincidentally, totally coincidentally, also Donna Karen couture dress. Right. For the Emmys a couple years before that put her on the map. And she went from being like a CW girl to like this kind of like fashion it girl. Yeah. Invited to every show, like, you know, Versace flying her to places. She's like at Paris Couture Fashion Week, going to like wow. the Chanel show like really crazy and it is a weird wow. thing where one dress can do that and it's usually at awards shows because it takes a big dress to do it Yeah, but it was like it was literally like Nina Dobrev at the Emmys the year that like Kate Winslet was at the Emmys and like all these huge stars and Nina was number one best dressed and Red Carpet Fashion Awards which is like the sort of number one red carpet site and it's the only one I really honestly pay attention to I remember I'll never forget it that year they did best dresses of the year And it was like number one was Kate Blanchett. Number, I think number two was Nina. And number three was Kate Middleton's wedding dress. So (laughs) Nina was ahead of Kate Middleton. And I remember being like, what is going on here? And it's what in, in, in styling we call a moment. And it was a moment. And those are the two dresses. And coincidentally, they were Donna Karen. And it's a really weird thing because up until Nina, I don't think that many people were using Donna Karen on the red carpet, but I'm a '90s kid, yeah, and I grew up on Donna Karen, yeah. And my sister had an internship with Donna Karen. DKNY we sweatshirts
1: yeah. and the T-shirts and all well, that stuff.
3: And Gwyneth Paltrow and Great Expectations wore mm-hmm. all all the cost, all the costumes were designed by Donna Karen, so that really st- stuck with me. Yeah. And so, yeah.
1: So at this so, point, can you so just text her and be like, "DK, what's up? I, Give me a dress."
3: I, they're very good to me. They flew me out for fashion week in new york and wow. put me up and took me and brought me to the show and stuff but um but yeah but i'm so i'm like i think for sure like movies i'm like a real movie nerd nerd like a nerd movie it's like kind of crazy and every all my references for styling are come from movies Sometimes books, like I'll definitely be in. I've definitely been fitting and being like, "That's so Franny and Zoe," and they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> my assistants are always laughing about it because I'll always pull out the most random reference. I'm like, "Oh, that's very Sharon Moonstruck or whatever," <laughs> and they're like, "Okay, but like, but they're like, and yet you're totally right. <laughs> like, it's very dead on." But it's just like they come out of my ass, you know.
1: Is it hard being as knowledgeable about? About clothes and what people should look like to like walk around and see what most people are dressed like in yes, the world. It's, it is
2: it's a
0: horror it
1: show. <laughs> the bear. Especially when you uh, see like someone who could it's, I mean, you probably just see total shit shows where like, I couldn't even help these people, it, but you know, it
3: happens to me a lot with, especially with men more than anything, because I look, because here's the thing, a girl's kind of either pretty or She's not a dude can be made so much sexier with the right clothes. Men don't really have to be good looking. Men just have to be attractive. And there's a difference.
1: Your husband's sitting right next to you. What,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> what, is, the, what is it? Give us the difference. Because
3: a girl, uh, a guy can be sexy and he doesn't have to be hand, like traditionally handsome the way that girls do. Do you know what okay. I mean? Like you can have a guy who's like looks cool and he's well-dressed and he's got a cool job and he's got swagger and like he and like women will sleep with him. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, like, I've heard stories. I've like there's heard a of ton this. of that.
3: Like rock stars are a perfect example of that. Yeah, like, yeah you get yeah, all yeah. these ugly rock stars. Mick there.
1: Jagger, odd looking dude.
3: Yeah, well, he's kind of a bad example because he's pretty handsome. He's got mm, is
1: mouth. he handsome or do we just girl mouth? Yeah, girl, yeah, yeah, is yeah. girl mouth good? Yeah, but he's got like fish eyes. I can
3: think of definitely like worse example, like examples of guys. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but like John Popper, look Pete guys. Townsend. But I get guys that come into my studio that I'm dress, that I'm dressing for the first time. Like sometimes I'll get like, I won't name names, but they'll get guys that are like a little older and they're maybe like dads and they come in and they are dressed like dads. Mm-hmm. And with by the end, within an hour, we've tried on all these clothes and it's like, wow, you just got so much better looking. <laughs> and they know it too. And they, they can't believe it. And they feel so much better seeing themselves in that way. And a lot of the times, actually, what is funny that happens is guys will come in and they don't know anything about fashion. They sort of don't care and they want to not care. And then you put them in these clothes and they're like, I don't know. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? And then and then you're like, yes, just fucking do it. And then they go out there and they get so much attention that they've never gotten. And they're getting compliments on their clothes and everyone's saying stuff to them. Yeah. By the third fitting, it's like you've created a monster. <laughs> All of a sudden, they're like... I'm like, oh there you go, perfect. And they're like, I don't know. What about that little wrinkle right there? And you're like, motherfucker, I taught you everything you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> Simmer down. And I and I'll call them out on it. And it is a funny thing.
1: What do you what do you feel like the biggest the most common mistake dudes make when it comes to their clothes? That makes like mo- the thing you see dudes fucking up most often. Oh man. So like just fit just wearing their
3: clothes usually a size too big. Usually the joke I always make is like, I'll get sizes from a publicist and they're just hilarious. I mean, we literally, my sister and I look at the sizes and just laugh our asses off. Cause I'll look at the, it will be like 15 neck with an extra large jacket. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy from Beetlejuice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it's so weird. They're all over the place. Um, but usually I find guys just wear their clothes a the size too big. Huh. That's one, the main thing. And then, also, in this neighborhood
0: it's like they they go a size too small yeah well maybe know. in Silver Lake they're eh.
3: too tight yeah they're like wearing jeggings but um, <laughs> but like I'll get uh, the one thing I, I, I always call out is the typical and this is what I see a lot like I'll be driving through Beverly Hills often because I do a lot of my poles there my job you know my shopping there and I'll see all the agents running around, and mm-hmm. they're always wearing their suits the size too big, and they always wear belts. And I have a big, big, big rule about no belts with suits.
1: Really? really?
3: Yeah,
2: they, it's, Okay.
3: it's like you're wearing a pair of baggy suit pants that don't fit you, and you're wearing a belt to make it stay on. Right. And that's the look. And even if your suit's tailored, the belt always screams, my pants don't fit. And it adds bulk. And when you close the jacket there's exceptions
1: uh, okay. but All I right. always
3: big, and, it, and it's very funny because I do think that my clients tend to like like have live in fear of God me <laughs> and, they'll, and I'll get designers sometimes like if, if they're going to like a designer's show like a runway show the designer will just dress them directly and they'll tell me like oh your client came in they were like Lauria said no belt. <laughs> <laughs> They're like so terrified. Well, I'll run into my clients at parties wearing like cargo shorts and they'll be like, ah, I didn't I was hoping I wouldn't run into you and I'm like, What the fuck is what is happening? You're giving you're like like you're giving me a, you know
1: i've seen you bust steve i've hope. seen you bust steve at a party you were like what are you wearing you look ridiculous
3: for sure i mean i definitely don't i don't mince words and i i definitely <laughs> i
1: like that you're not no it's fine you're comfortable you're like no 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 what the hell's wrong
3: no i'm literally like what the what the fuck is happening <laughs> <Yeah>. is <this?" laughs> you know and it's the same at fittings they will be like but what about and i'm like no you know, and I think that 's also why I work a lot because they no one 's hiring a stylist no one 's paying me to like be shy about my opinion, yeah or you know to tell them I mean? they 're right. I think I have to be a little more sensitive with women. Mm-hmm. I tend to tread a little bit more lightly with my opinion, but with men i just i oh, i just <laughs> I am very straightforward. Yeah, with with that, and I don't I don't worry about their feelings for some reason. <laughs> but I'm just like, no, that looks like shit, you know. So they they're t- terrified, and they do listen, but um, and I and you know the ones that listen the most are the ones that make the best dress list, you know. The yeah, most, like. The ones that just are like, let me do my job and trust me and know that I know what I'm talking about and that I have their best interest at heart and that I'm not going to make them look like not themselves or whatever are the ones that look the best, really. The ones that are like, oh, I want, like, da da da. I'm a dude. <laughs> they, they, I look at the photos and I'm like, I'm not even going to put this on my website. That's how stupid <laughs> <how> you look. <laughs>
1: Do you feel like they, like, learn enough to, like, then, then they kind of can do a little... They li- do. They some learn, of them can do it on their own?
3: They start to learn. Some who's do, picked
1: it up and been like, oh,
3: good job? Some do, not They learn by osmosis, you know? Like, they, they get around it enough, they start to see what works. They start to see what gets a good response, and they start to do it on their own. You know, oh, God, who's a good example? I don't know. Some of my clients have really good taste to begin with. Like, Ty Burrell has amazing taste. Is he's that like, true? Oh, he's the coolest huh he's like comes in he's driving like the rad vintage car yeah he wears like bow
0: ties right doesn't he
3: he's sometimes wears bow ties but like he comes in he's like super hip he's like hip dad yeah he looks he's so i love him um and then who else has good taste on their own to begin with I don't know, not tons of them. Joel is pretty good, taste. Um, but they they do learn. They start to sort of like like a good example is like James Vanderbeek. He mm-hmm. like always looks awesome. now. Every time I see him, I am like, look at you. He'll get like he and he actually gets picked up by GQ dot com a lot. They love him. There is oh, they're always running like airport photos of him. Huh. And like a lot of the times, yeah, he's wearing clothes that I helped him shop for or whatever. But he's putting it together himself, so he's like learning. He's a funny one because we. I love him, by the way. They're like him and his uh, wife. They're like family to us at this point. And a lot of my clients, we become like close, you know. But he's funny because he lets me experiment on him a lot. Like I'll be like, okay, I think I'm starting to be like into this thing. And this is, I think, where fashion's going. Can we try it? And he'll be like, okay. And his joke is always, you dress so many of the big actors that I figure – how bad can it be if we're all wearing it then it's going to then we can't really get made fun of like if we're all wearing it this trend then it's going to be a trend
1: yeah, yeah. you can kind of make something a trend that maybe wasn't going to be yeah. one
3: yeah. And I and I try and do that.
1: Should do one as just a joke.
3: Oh my god, just <laughs> yeah. to see. If it sticks.
1: Just to see if it's one long sideburn, one short sideburn.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> burlap sleeves. <laughs> burlap sle- bur- burlap ha- handkerchiefs. Oh yeah, yeah. Burlap yeah.
2: sleeves. <laughs> like People eating. are like, these hurt. <laughs> That's
1: the trend now, you gotta do it.
3: You just gotta do it. to suffer. Just suck it up.
1: Yeah. Can you tell us where things might be going? Yeah, it's the end of the year yeah. so what's 2015 going to I coming?
3: definitely feel like the really slim 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 all the way around slim pants going to start phasing out. I'm seeing a little bit slightly slouchier look is starting to come back and it was meant to happen eventually. It just yeah. can't last that something can't last that long. Um so I I think like pants I don't think it's going to get like suddenly pants are baggy but I think it's going to be a little bit of that '90s Jill Sander cut, like which is a little bit of a carrot cut, which basically means it's the shape of a carrot, literally, where the thighs a little bit slouchier, the crotch yeah. a little bit slouchier, but still tapered, so mm-hmm. it still has a slim look, but okay. it's not so like tight, tight all the way to the top, you know? Right? Which I like a lot. I think it looks a little bit cooler. And a good example is like I know this is going to sound stupid, but I tell you, it's always movies with me. But like Mark Ruffalo and Begin Again. <laughs>
0: I've never seen that. (laughs) It's a
3: movie with Keira Knightley. (laughs) Whatever. He kind of (laughs) wears that look a little bit, like his pants. Like, you wouldn't look at his pants. and You wouldn't look at him and be like, wow, his clothes are too big or, like, too, like, baggy. But he's definitely not wearing, like, a skinny suit.
0: Like, these pants. These are straight leg.
3: Let's see. Who makes those? uh, Ironheart. But you're, you're A, too long.
0: Yeah, they are too long. I'm going to get them hemmed.
3: B, it's like a boot cut.
0: No, it's supposed to be straight leg.
3: Yeah. You got to taper that shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: well, I don't know if I can do that. But yeah, I mean, they're a little... These are a little wider. Let's see.
0: But yeah, I got to get them hemmed.
3: Yeah, but see, you guys are doing this backwards. It needs to be the bottom is, is tapered <laughs> and the top is slouchy, right? So right. reverse it Like up So it's the carrot Not an upside down carrot
0: Yeah this is These are just straight All the way th- These are my baggiest But the reason I bring them up Is because for, for me These feel baggy They
3: are baggy yeah. On the bottom Where they shouldn't be So you right. need I don't know if I
0: can taper them I can hem them
3: So this is what you need to do You need yeah. to go to Barney's Or yeah. wherever Or go online uh-huh. And order Go to J Brand Okay And order the Tyler The Tyler Just get that And just You'll be good have you yeah, ever I also get the 34 yeah. length but I promise you the Tyler it's the best it's the best um gene <laughs> out there in my opinion for men it's the it fits every body type and it's like slim without being skinny
0: we just did a lookbook for
3: don't forget that Brand Tyler okay. and I'm not getting paid by Brand to say that so right. you're
0: welcome we have to disagree with you because <laughs> we just did a, a look book for Self Edge uh-huh. who does a bunch of denim uh huh and we have to disagree to space on that.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where we get our jeans But that's from. a completely different... Their no, market know, is totally... They're like a motorcycle market. Who? Self-Edge. They I literally aim at they like, do like raw, raw denim and But that a bunch you, of that
3: But J-Brand does raw denim.
1: I just mean, it's more of a cut thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. What they're they're it? more I'm of like a it's almost more heritagey.
3: I, I don't care. I'm gonna <laughs> ignore everything you're saying. To me. I don't <laughs> just listen. Just okay. do what I say. You'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Send me a thank you note. J, J.
1: Brand Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't forgotten. What colors does the Tyler come in? A lot. Okay.
3: They do like raw. They do blue. They do like a gray. They do like a wax. They do maroon. Right. They do like oh dark, maroon. Good dark colors. They have a bunch of nice ones. Yeah. Okay. Just go to like Barney's and try some on, But it's my favorite. It's the one I use the most to the point where sometimes I'm embarrassed when I'm posting the credits on Instagram. Right. Where I'm like, I just posted five. Because, you know, I like my guys to look individual and not all themselves. But Mm -hmm. I find that I do use that jean over and over again. And the chino, they do a chino that I'm obsessed with. It's also called the Tyler. And I put it on everybody. Yep. My husband's wearing it right now. Looking. Oh yeah good Stand up Model your Tyler Oh yeah, we Model get to see, your yeah. Tyler Let's jean see what's going, jean, going on dance, here The
0: listeners have no idea What's going on No <laughs> they can't
3: see it But just trust me Looks good okay, yeah, yeah those are cool right? yep, That's yep, good See yep,
1: yep Yep Those are good Good okay. job Good job
3: Thank you You've uh, I'm sold You've earned your worth today <laughs> 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 Are those chin-
1: They're not Those are the That's a Chino That's a Chino I'm a
3: big big fan of Chinos I would always Pick a Chino For or a jean For a guy
1: I have wow. recently Possible. wanted to wear pants more instead of jeans.
3: Yeah. Chinos is the way to go. Chinos is very popular.: They're hard to
1: find. It's hard to find a good one, though. Yeah. They're all cut kind of boxy. These I just hate get these
3: the
0: yeah.
1: slanted pockets because everything falls out.
3: The trouser pocket. Yeah. Well, I like this. See, I love the, but the back pocket. The five pocket's not as cool as the trouser pocket. The what is? The trouser pocket's cooler than the five pocket.
0: For Chinos. Or just in general?
3: No, no. For jeans, five pockets good. But yeah. for chinos, the, the trouser pocket's good. You're fine. Just, you know, shove them in shove there. Him, yeah, yeah. You'll <laughs> be fine. Or use your back pocket.
0: I do, yeah, for my phone and my notebook.
3: Yeah, and your wallet. Your wallet goes in your back pocket.
0: No, I've always been paranoid about you that. your
3: wallet on your front pocket?
0: I do. Because I have a small, I have a front talk. pocket wallet that doesn't stick out too much. But I've always been paranoid. I'm like, if my, if my wallet's in my back pocket, it's going to get stolen. That's
1: the beauty of tight out. jeans, is for someone to take your
0: wallet out of your it pocket be is a lot of work. I mean,
3: that's just some paranoid shit. And here. I've
0: been told that if you sit on your wallet, yeah. it's bad for like, your back.
3: Credit cards? Oh, for your back?
0: Yeah. Because you're sitting like unevenly. Yeah, it's not straight. Yeah. yeah, I've heard it's, it's like, that
1: like... That's why you're not it's, supposed it's, to have we're a gonna thick wallet. we get you a fanny pack. You'll be okay. <laughs> Done. I'm in. <laughs> we're going to get you I will pack. wear the shit out of a fanny pack. Fanny pack. Oddly, great. the most appropriate man purse.
3: You can actually be like a total hipster and wear, carry like a little canvas bag around. We'll get you a yeah. little canvas bag. What pack. do you think
0: about... Okay. So in these neighborhoods, like Silver Lake and Los Feliz... Like backpacks, them. but yeah. We'll backpacks do. are good. And messenger bags. Yeah. Those hurt my back, my shoulder.
3: Messenger bags are stupid. You don't like them? <laughs> <laughs> I like a backpack, though. It's okay. Yeah.
0: I feel like I see more of those now than messenger bags anyway. Herschel. Herschel start making cool... Yeah, Herschel you know.
3: makes really cute ones. Yeah.
0: Yeah, those are good. But what do you think about... like It's like every three or four months, like the hipster community will be wearing something stupid looking.
4: Yes, hipsters are stupid. Like the,
0: the Indiana Jones looking hats that... They're kinda unisex. You see like men and women wearing these oversized hats and like long coat they look like they're Norm Core Star Wars characters. They look like
3: Raiders of the Lost Star. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They look stupid. <laughs> what about it? I mean, it's, <laughs> <laughs> now, if so, okay. Like,
0: I guess my question is, if like, if someone, if like a dude in his like mid to late twenties or whatever, was like, I want to be more fashionable, uh-huh. is that ever something you suggest a guy do? Where it's like, go walk around these neighborhoods oh. or look at what you know Urban Outfitters is selling. So you always say steer clear of that. Dress like a gentleman.
3: No, it doesn't have to be like a gentleman. It just don't look like you fucking walked out of a fucking Steven Spielberg movie. Okay, yeah weirdo (laughs) (laughs) no it's not about gentlemanly like I don't know like for me my uh, like sort of my number one if I was to name one style icon would be like Paul Newman okay and like
1: I I named named him in our in our in our episode about fictitious characters him him in color of money the way he dresses in color of money
3: Paul Newman. really any old Google image like any old black and white photos of him he just looks so perfect and like he's so effortless and timeless and and he doesn't look like a douche you know I yeah. like him. I like Steve McQueen. I like James Dean. I mean, I like Ellen DeLon, the French actor. And yeah. there's a few, I mean, it's the kind of obvious ones, you know, and it's cliche, but the, they are, the, they really, they're doing, they're, it, there's a reason why 50 years later, we're all looking to them still for style. There's you
1: know? an amazing photo of Paul Newman when he was in like Marlon acting Brando's school. good too. And he's just wearing a white t-shirt, Chino's and Jack Purcell's. And you're just like, dude, That's he's crushing like, it so hard. Yeah.
3: <laughs> like I just been athletic like, and we just did a details cover and the photo inside, we did like seven outfits and they literally ran one outfit like five times and it's just him in a t-shirt showing yeah. the Batman guns, wearing <laughs> a Chino and a pair of like red wing boots and he could not look better. At the end of the day, like guys look good, simple, you know, that's why yeah. I like brands like APC and stuff like that. It's just simple, uh, timeless, you know, and a guy in a white t-shirt, I, I by the way, I, I loathe v-necks that's the other thing No belt. another one i was surprised no the v-necks. belt thing i was
0: surprised v-necks i'm surprised yeah
1: v-necks. but isn't an, uh, a simple v-neck kind of french <laughs> <laughs> well are you talking like this D- uh, for those V-s, listeners you just like made a, a barfing noise yeah. <laughs> i hate
3: v-necks i do do you ever see a photo james dean in a v-neck t-shirt No, Uh, maybe I guess not. Marlon Brando is the point of the V neck, so that you
1: can wear a button down without seeing the shirt underneath. Sure,
3: you can wear a V neck underneath a sweater where no one will ever see it.
1: Right? Okay. (laughs) Where's the best place to wear a V neck under a sweater where no one will ever see it?
3: (laughs) That's the only use for V necks to me is somewhere where you won't see it, and (laughs) you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah you can i don't want v-neck sweaters but a v-neck t-shirt is like i'm sorry are you just trying to show me your chest hair what is going on i don't know
1: i've realized other day
3: do like a slightly scooped neck which is like acne does kind of scoop. yeah they necks. do uh but a v i don't know that's like i just think uh, i just associate that with like american apparel
1: i have like four american apparel burn v-neck them. shirts burn them the is only reason fit? I go, I realize the only reason I go to the gym is so I could get in good, hopefully get in good enough shape for I can just wear white t-shirts like all the time. Yeah, yeah, right. that should be. <laughs> it's point. like the whole point is like I, if I can point. just be thin enough and we not wear have black t-shirts. Yeah, but but the white one looks better.
3: White looks better than black.
1: A clean white t-shirt yeah. looks because a since I'm pale, it makes it look makes me look less pale. It's true because it's white, so I look. Uh, Tanner in comparison Black
3: t-shirts also no offense Because you're wearing one can be a little like (laughs) Guido or like douchey a little bit too
1: I mean I have like 70 of them But like yeah (laughs) Yeah Those are all like graphic skaterish shirts. No, I have two halves now. I have twenty oh. black pocket tees.
2: I don't love black t-shirts
3: unless they're faded to where they look like Kelly Cole makes those really cool faded black ones that look almost charcoal. Oh, gray. I have oh, yeah. some. Those, those are, the, are
1: those, those are half of so the twenty. So you
3: switch from your like deep black to like faded black? No,
1: most of them. That's I buy this company Everlane. In fact, that why don't come... you go
3: home and burn your black? <laughs>
1: <shirt>? <laughs> <laughs> he is <a> home. <laughs> hey, oh yeah, we're that's right. yeah. you
3: here. Should we do this? Then?
1: No, Everlane, Everlane makes a... <laughs> <laughs> it. Burns his t-shirt
0: collection.
1: <laughs> I mean, we established it's a working fireplace. So. Fire in right. Silver
3: Lake. <laughs> what?
1: No, Everlane makes an off-black where it's not black black.
3: Yeah, go to Kelly Cole.
1: I already. I have five
3: from Kelly Cole. Yeah, good. Just wear those.
1: But they're they're polyester blends, so after four apart. hours, I you know. reek. You smell like oh. a goat. What? They're not all cotton. What? They're a blend. They're old because they're you know older ones. The Kelly Cole he ones? cuts them down or the ones he makes are the, like the vintage one. He kind of repurposes the
3: vintage ones. Are, uh, I mean, I always go for the vintage ones, but his line ones are cotton. Yeah, they're like good. this is Kelly Cole, isn't yeah, it? this? Is hey, husband, model again.
1: <laughs> okay, Most I have one of his that's cotton. Your,
3: <laughs> husband, makes yourself. Make yourself. Use no, no, I've
1: <laughs> I've only bought the like old the the vintage ones, but they're like they're cotton polyester. They're 50/50. Yeah, they're fifty 50-50. You smell worse.
3: I, I, Guys, I, the audience loves this conversation.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Polyester up. makes you smell worse.
3: Burn your black t shirts, wear your faded blacks, and get cotton and stop smelling a good goats.
1: No, that's <laughs> i t I'm trying to tell you that the new ones I buy from a different company are not black black. The ones that he makes new. See I didn't know he did that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
3: And then what's the other thing? So no v Uh What about
0: button down? Da- like button downs like this you like wear casually. Down is there like any rule that I'm going to be surprised you? Yeah,
3: I, <laughs> I don't know if this is surprising, but I would say don't get really long ones or, you know, oh, either wear the shorter ones. Like, you know, like bands like, uh, brands like Band of Outsiders or whatever okay. will make shorter ones. You're very tall, so you probably don't want to wear a band. But um, a little shorter so you don't have to tuck them in. Or if you're going to, I'm always trying to teach my clients to do what's called the half tuck. Okay. Which everyone, for some reason, actually not for some reason, I understand why they think this. They think it means that your left side should be tucked and your right side shouldn't. But it actually means your front oh. is tucked, but not the sides and the back of your shirt. Does that make sense? hmm It does. Just think of it as like, I just want to see your belt buckle. And everything else can stay out. Right. If you think of it that way. It's just I thought like, I shouldn't wear a just, belt. Or is just, that for suits? Just, hu- oh no, you can wear belts with jeans. Okay, all right. Or chinos. Actually, yeah. I prefer it. Just not with suits. Got it. In fact, I cut the belt loops off of the suits. You do? Yeah. Okay. It's, also, it's just to make sure my clients don't go behind my back. <laughs> yeah. The belt. They're like, now that she's
2: gone, <laughs> I'm going to put on. <laughs> yeah. I
3: guarantee it that way. Um, yeah, no, I love a belt with jeans or chinos. Okay. And I actually do a belt with the suit if it's a mismatched suit. Like if you're wearing like a plaid blazer with a suit pant, mm-hmm. then you do a brown belt, and it's very like.
1: Now some of these brands, Band of Outsiders stuff, these aren't cheap shirts. They're okay. not. What is there?
3: A cheaper uh, brand? Like
1: yeah, is there cheaper so for, for people? T-shirts,
3: Other than Kelly Cole, I like alternative apparel. They make my favorite crew t-shirt. That's like sh- high in the like short in the sleeve, mm-hmm. short in the body, not too boxy. It's very like the Marlon Brando cut. Okay. And then for button ups. Um, there's a brand called Life After Denim? Yep. I like yeah. them. They mm-hmm. make good, good ones. Um, Gant? Mm-hmm. Rugger? Is that considered cheap?
1: Uh, it's in between. It's like more than J Crew, but it's not like shocking. J
3: Crew actually does a pretty good job now.
1: Yeah. They I think do. they've
3: done a great job. I think J Crew makes great But stuff.
1: their prices have started to go up to where they're almost the same as Ralph Lauren. Hey A little Kevin, bit yeah. Would
3: you like to go to shop at Kmart or whatever? No, I'm just <laughs> this is for
1: look, I'm saying for people listening who maybe um, don't want to, you know.
3: What about I don't know. There I don't know what else what's cheap.
0: I'd say I mean where the ceiling is probably think, yeah. like 150. Yeah. For like a button-down,
3: Rag and Bone's decent prices.
0: Rag and Bone is Saturdays s- is awesome. So oh, Saturdays, expensive. yeah.
3: Saturdays makes great shirts. Yeah, I love, um, I love flannels. I love twill shirts, and I don't like like suit shirts really on their own that much.
4: Yeah, they they
1: look like suit shirts. They don't look.
3: Yeah, it's weird. It's like you forgot your jacket. Yeah,
1: <laughs> look, they're like that weird smooth.
3: Sometimes it's okay. I mean, look, there's like a there's a you can always break the rules to some extent if you know what you're doing. Yeah. But
1: just most guys don't. A suit shirt to me looks like you bought it at Ross. (laughs) <laughs> like, just like, oh, you bought shirt. Like, they're, yeah. they, they
0: look weird. Well, it just looks like that <laughs> guy just got out of work and he's, like, going to happy hour. And he's like, I'm leaving the jacket yeah, in the yeah. office. Yeah. yeah, But that's also Cutting why loose. I got
3: into three-piece suits in the first place. If you're going to a wedding, a three-piece suit's the best thing to wear because you're always going to take your jacket off on the dance floor. And then you're <laughs> just that guy, the sweaty douchebag. <laughs> but if you wear a three-piece suit, then you can roll your sleeves up and you have the vest and you still look put together. Yeah. That's sort of the the strength of a three piece. I think it's just
0: great now that like men's fashion has become a thing. It's a thing. Yeah,
3: Mad Men had a lot to do with it. Mm. GQ. There
1: will the, be blood.
3: GQ's all been around forever, but it got really big in the last few years. Well, that
1: like their blog, like you know the web, like going to that blog or, or the, yeah, the you know, websites, and yeah. all
3: that. and men's styling, like the fact that actors all have stylists now, yeah. the
1: sartorialist also, the
3: sartorialist absolutely, also seeing all those like. Like men uh, at like Milan Fashion Week, all the streetwear style and stuff like the sartorialist, but it's a different guy that does it. Um, in Milan, but those guys dress so. What's also. the? Uh, I mean, I look to that stuff for a lot of inspiration myself. Like that's a big, big place for me is the Mil- the guys at Milan and Paris Fashion Week.
1: They have that. Is it common there? It's that jacket style where it's the four button,
3: double breasted.
1: Yeah, double breasted. Why is that such a thing there? That was amazing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Why is that a thing? I use double-breasted a lot. I think anytime you can find something that's outside of the box of like the general, just the basic thing.
1: But when I look at the pictures from like when I, the Milan, like when it's fashion week there or whatever, every dude, it's, got, it's like double, uh, double-breasted, a light pant, no socks, uh, cool wingtips, a really fancy watch with bo- like Buddhist it's so, beads. It's
3: so stylish. You know, um, I just did that. I just that guy, Richard Armitage, he's in The Hobbit, British mm-hmm. actor, really handsome. He, we just did that look. We just did the double-breasted suit with the mismatched pant. Yeah. And it's a good look because, well, here's the thing. The big, the big thing about double-breasted, suit, uh, double-breasted suits having made a big comeback was that, you know, in the 80s and 90s, there was, like, all the power Wall Street suits. So those were really terrible, and they were really long in the body and big in the shoulders, baggy in the sleeve, and so they got a really bad name. Yeah. And then suddenly... Uh, you know, it came back and brands started doing them like short. The trick is, like I, uh, a lot of the times, hem the jacket on the body, which is yeah. not an, a cheap tailor. It's not a cheap alteration. But most brands now make them shorter. But I, I tend to make them shorter. If I'm dressing like a shorter guy, especially, I'll take two inches off the bottom. It's worth it. It's like a 100 bucks to do. And then you're getting like an awesome double Yeah. suit. Um and, you know, they're making them slimmer and stuff. And right. And so now it looks very modern and very cool. And it's just like, yeah. I mean, it's like a trend like any other.
1: Yeah. It looks cool. I just like, when I look at it, I'm like, that looks cool on that dude. I wonder how it would look on me.
3: I feel like you could totally pull it off if I you had the never. right one. Yeah. If you had the right one, like I could see you going to a wedding in like a cotton double-breasted band of outsiders. I
1: sure. mean, that's what I find as a as when I'm trying to buy clothes is like, do I just like the way that looks, or will will it actually look good on me? Versus like just like that, that looks cool a, on that dude.
3: Definitely a version of that that looks good on you for sure. Right. Yeah. Perfect. And then <laughs> don't buy one without sending me photos. <laughs> just text me some pictures. <laughs> That's, that's, yeah i'm always watching a. and b i always tell my clients just text me photos anytime i'm like a doctor always on call
4: <laughs> how many,
1: i would love to see their phones with just how many textures no under no circumstances go fuck yourself
3: I, it, it's literally like god no or like it's, or awful or it's like amazing perfect yeah. yes so at least they're not getting like the, I don't know, uh maybe. Do you How like How annoyed it? would you be if you hired a stylist and they were like, I don't know. I guess that looks good. I think you should wear that. <laughs> Isn't it better to have somebody be like, fuck yeah. If you don't wear that, you're a fucking idiot. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> or like don't ever show your face in that outfit ever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't you want like clear-cut answers well also
2: i mean if you think think about it
1: most of these people are 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 asking you your opinion because they have to be like photographed which is an insecure moment people are going to see it i'm worried so they want someone to be like yes that no not that like they don't want like
3: tailor it to fucking flawlessness like we make it perfect we take pictures like yeah. make sure it's good and then we pack the shit out of it for them too so I always tell guys like when I get actors that are like I don't use a stylist I'm like oh you must have so much time on your hands to go shop for all those outfits and you know try and like pick it like organize all of it when you're going on a press tour that's like 30 dates and you're waking up at 4 in the morning in a different city every fucking day have fun with that so,
0: so you pack you get, everything I for... I pack all of wow. it, even if you have
3: good taste. Like just to have somebody that's putting it together for you, that's tailoring it for you, that's organizing it, Like, yeah. that's telling you, like, yeah, we're this one to Letterman, and we're this one to Charlie Rose, and we're this one to the New York premiere, and we're that one to the Russia premiere. Yeah, There's no premieres in Russia, okay. <laughs> <laughs> premiere. You know what I mean? Like, to have somebody that comes and says, and like, yeah, we organize the shit out of it. I mean, I am OCD, Virgo, anal retentive all the way, and what we do is we... Pack up all the outfits. Yeah, we make them. We first we make the, we separate them by outfits. We put a label on it that says where they're wearing it, and that that lists everything that goes with it, down to the socks. Yeah, we're big big on socks. <laughs> and and then we put them in garment bags, and we separate the garment bags by city, and then we put another label outside of the garment bag that says wow. like New York, L A, London, and we make it as brainless as possible. That's we pack great. There's you know there, and think about it. There's like you have to keep track of so much stuff socks cufflinks studs like uh w- like we get them watches like we get them fancy fancy watches from like brands like IWC and LeCoultre and stuff and we get them that that and, you know it's like I, I don't know why you wouldn't hire a stylist what's I mean, a
0: good sock game for a guy to have
3: I love colored socks what do I got Let's see it oh those are good yeah those are really cute
0: yellow and gray what do you I got?
3: love I love uh, Happy Socks London Socks Happy Socks uh, London are good. Sock Company. There's a bunch, and when you're going on a talk show and you're sitting, yeah, and you your got pants the cross, up, leg yeah. cross leg game, cross leg game. You, you see a little bit of pink sock. I mean, if I'm sitting at home and I'm watching Letterman late at night, and some guy crosses his legs and he's got like a cute printed brights. St- I'm gonna be like, oh, that guy knows. That's what's
1: very up. like sartorialist. You're like, oh, that man cares.
3: Yeah, that man gives a fuck. That guy, he's knows a
1: man what's of taste. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So I think that's good. Or like, I love a walking shot. Like I always when I'm picking like which photos to run on my Instagram page or like my website, I always pick like the Schwaki.
1: I mean, side. yeah, if you're going the especially I and love I mean, the and way I mean,
3: and I always do a slanted hem. So when I have the pants I always go a little shorter in the front, a little longer in the back. See so really? that? And then oh. When you walk, you can see a little bit. And also, yeah, you you get, get right
0: it. down into the, the right, most minor details. Yeah. Oh, are you
2: fucking kidding me? In
0: my head, it's like a stylist is like, here's existing clothes, and I'm going to put together the way no, you wear no them. Way. I didn't know it was down to the hemming of the jackets are and like kidding? all
2: the-
3: everything. I take up the sleeve. Yeah. We like move buttons on the neck so it's more comfortable when they wear a tie. Oh, wow. I, I pick their socks. I pick their pocket square. I pick their everything. Shoes for every outfit, everything
1: wow because actors can't think <laughs> uh, yeah. i wipe the like, drool I'm off their mouth like, just <laughs> shut up and look
3: pretty <laughs> you know that's the joke um, but it's true i mean it's not that they can't think they're busy man like yeah. Yeah. the last thing they need to be worrying about when you're it's going to a press tour you d- are literally waking up but four- i mean i don't go on press tours with my clients but i had to do it once and i was like fuck yeah. they're literally waking up at 4 or 5 in the morning they're doing like 30 interviews a day yeah they don't they want to just go and, uh, and the thing we have a, the label with the date you pull it out you put it on you don't think about it that's yeah. it you know and then you put it back in the box and you give it back do sometimes, you ever like does does this, get to keep it
0: does the city they're going to factor into what they're going to be wearing oh absolutely yeah
3: oh yeah you don't think I dress in, my clients in theme because I do
0: <laughs> that's funny <laughs> And I'm not even saying like the, it for weather, like a New York. Oh winter. yeah, well that too for sure, absolutely.
3: Yeah. And I and I like to I, I like to I'm very season conscious. Okay. So in the winter, my clients are in tweeds, they're in wools, they're in right. herringbone. In the summer, you know they're wearing. Like cotton suits and khaki, and they're uh, wearing—I love a khaki suit—and they're wearing seersucker. And I mean, I love to like. That's really with men; you can only do so much. It's not like women's wear, so it's true. There's not a ton. You kind of get to play around this season. This season, I just put Joel Edgerton for the premiere of Exodus in like a teal corduroy suit. It was fucking badass.
0: (laughs) I'm getting a lot of shit lately for wearing denim on denim.
3: I love denim See, yeah, and denim. me too. Yeah, don't listen to your stupid I friends. I don't listen to my <laughs> stupid friends.
0: Who's,
1: who are they? But they're comedians. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's like the worst dressed
3: people. The worst dressed community in the world. They, are, they really are. <laughs> denim on denim like is awesome. Canadian tux is rad. Yeah, I think it's shit. I do it shit. all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. You just throw in like a vintage brown leather belt to break it up a little bit. Right, yeah. You do a little half tuck. Yeah. <laughs> throw a little bit. I
1: got to work on my half tuck. Yeah. yeah. I've never I'll, done that. Yeah,
3: we could practice that.
1: You're going to half-tuck everything you roll from now the on forever.
3: Forever. You <laughs> yeah. have to because you know what? Men need to look like they have a waist too, not just ladies. Right. And you've got to roll those sleeves above the elbow.
0: Above the – where am right I Right above the elbow you go. Know,
3: you pretty much got I mean, That's a, that's a right mess now. of a roll. I'll, re- I'll show you how to well, roll yeah, your I mean, sleeves properly. But yeah, I show them how to roll their sleeves, yeah. everything. I mean, it's a full service. Wow. There's a reason we get paid the big bucks.
0: Right, right. So th- that was another question. Not how much you get paid, but like you started, because um, you said on the L word, it was just you. Like you were hired onto the show.
3: I basically had me and I hired my like best friend that I hired as my assistant. Yeah. And then they had a whole wardrobe department. Okay. So we would dress the leads. But we they, we would stay in Canada. We would basically fly in for the day, do all the fittings, and then like, the, and then they the wardrobe department would do all the tailoring and mm-hmm. like put it on set, get them dressed, do the whole thing. So we just pick. We basically were like, you know, the stylists, and they were the wardrobists.
0: So now it sounds like you have your own operation where there's like a bunch yeah. of people working under you
3: yeah i have two full-time assistants during ward season i have a third we have a third assistant that is like when we need it okay or when it gets crazy which this year has been pretty much all the time and then we have three interns that each work two days a week so we have one intern a day and two full-time assistants every day five days a week i mean i have somebody seven days a week pretty much because i work seven days a week mm-hmm. but my assistants work each five and then i have like people that work on the weekends and stuff it's pretty crazy.
1: There's I mean, probably, more award shows now. Like There's
3: there's just... Well, that's the other thing is now they're just making... With the way that internet is and everything, they just have so many events. They have an award yeah. season for everything. Yeah. Plus, you know, I dress Lady Antebellum, mm-hmm. which is like a country band. Yeah. They're huge. And they, they're pretty much one of the biggest country bands. And they're... Nominated for every single awards show every single <laughs> yeah. year, and there's basically an award show in nash for country music almost every month. <laughs> so I could literally be doing Lady Antebellum full time, and I would make a living doing. that. Yeah, like yeah. that's how much I they need, like like how much they work. Wow, it's um, but also this year they had a new album out, they were f- touring, but like between doing all their concert clothes and then their album promotional tool uh, clothes and their album cover clothes and yeah. then all the award shows like just having one country music client alone keeps me busy. Then I have about 30 guys I'm dressing, and then I have about 10 girls.
2: Wow. So,
3: And then, you know, that's not to mention, like, a magazine will call me to do a photo shoot or, yeah. like, a commercial shoot or, like, whatever it is. On top of that, you know, I have a men's collaboration for a brand I'm not allowed to mention yet because they make the announcement tomorrow. Uh-huh. Check Cheeky for Check the announcement GQ.com. Um after that but so I'm doing a men's collaboration which I've been working on for six months now that's finally coming out and then I'm also the spokesperson for <laughs> me and Nina Dobrev are the spokespersons for a brand called Alcon Air Optics Colors they're like the contact lenses hmm. so I travel around like speaking at speaking engagements wow talking about color contacts and how <laughs> they're the new accessory huh. are they so, really? yeah Interesting. So, you know, so between that and the That, that was a thing
0: in the 90s for a while. Colored contacts. Yeah, but now
3: these are like awesome. They're good now. They look so good. Like like my mom was like, "Can I have some?"
2: Like
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. So, yeah, so it's it's I mean, it's fucking hectic. And I, you know, and I'm incredibly social like media active. Mm-hmm. People are always like, "Who does your Instagram And I'm like, who's your social media? I'm like, I do. Are you kidding me? I'm such a control freak. I don't let anybody do anything. (laughs) Um, I do all my own social media and I'm really active. I mean, I, you know, yeah. So I do that. And then I do a lot of, um, I do a lot of like work with like wildlife and like climate change and. What do, big, yeah, what, do you, <laughs> what do you dress them in? Yeah, what do you what do you dress? Trying to save the elephants. <laughs> Actually, the brand that I'm working with that I'm not allowed to talk about, we're doing like something. Okay, I can't talk about it, so just, I'm not going to try. Okay, but um, but okay. I did do with my friend Elena Noel. We did do a gold elephant necklace. See it right here. Uh, um, uh, and that 100 percent of the proceeds went to the David Childer Wildlife Trust, which is to save the elephants.
0: So I was gonna, I I when we were doing that thing, we had to it's wear clothes yeah you're busy I had I had to wear rings and yeah. then I was like I like rings before I put them on I'm like fucking rings and then the second I put them on I'm like am I a ring guy like, what's, <laughs> what's going on right now I like
3: a little man jewelry so it I
0: put the, the picture on Instagram and I just said rings Y or N in the comments below and you did tag me People, no I just today started following you on Instagram because I was like oh wait she's got to have a fucking Instagram and I just started following you today so I apologize <laughs> But people lost their minds, and they're like, no, fuck rings. What are you doing?
3: They're wrong.
0: That's what I thought.
3: I, who are these friends? That Just people I don't know. know. No, no denim. Just Instagram tux- followers. No I don't know. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>, I know. <laughs>
3: um, no, uh, I like man, a little man jewelry. Okay. Done in the right way. Done in like a kind of cool 90s Colin Farrell way, you know? wow silence in the room yeah i'm just
1: trying to think of him then i know me too i was like colin farrell 90s 90s? quick
3: i guess that's like 2000s yeah colin farrell doing johnny depp
1: i wore a lot of rings in high school i will say that did you i did a little bit i wore like three at a time (laughs) oh wow you have to
3: be very simple you know like just a thick silver thick gold no you know no 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 stones
1: no, like, t- what are, you ta- are we talking, like, like turquoise? Yeah. That's like a huge an trend. eagle? There's so much of that now.
3: Uh, you know, I actually, like, Charles Kelly from Lady Antebellum, he'll do a little turquoise here and there. And actually, it's yeah. really cool. You have to have a little swagger to wear jewelry. Yeah,
1: you can't just toss it you onto can't any just look. Be
3: any dude. Yeah. But a little bit, I think you could do. I think, like, David Yeerman makes really good man jewelry. And going back to Kelly Cole, he, got, he has really good David
1: Yeerman makes a nice-looking watch, yeah. too. Uh,
3: Did you? Uh-oh. Sure. Well, yes, <laughs> I love David German. I use David German cufflinks and studs mm-hmm. and all sorts of stuff all the time. My favorite. I like IWC watches. I like Yigalakut. I like uh, Bowen Mercier. I like Cartier. I like
0: how many David of these watch was? companies, Kevin,
1: as watches do you like that you just mentioned? I don't enjoy Bowen Mercier.
3: Okay. Why? I it's a little older.
1: It's not that it's older. I'm not a huge fan of their movements.
3: Oh, why? They're not Do they interesting. They test on animals. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs>
1: they're are just their movements up? aren't super fascinating to me. But JLC okay. movements are shocking. They're like the best. Who? Jaeger-LeCoultre.
2: Oh
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. I also like Panerai. I- IWC. I'm like
1: the Yerman watch. I'm, looks People just think like a Panerai. I'm
3: like an IWC spokesperson.
1: Well, IWC is is so gives away. They're the nice when when it comes to like watches that they'll they're the easiest like. They give away a lot of watches. They're actually quite generous. It's really yeah, hard to they get... give me a watch. It's hard to get uh, other watch companies. But I love them. I mean, they're beautiful.
3: I just think they make very masculine watches. My clients love them. Like, Bradley pretty much only wears IWC. He's won them to the Oscars every year.
1: Panerai's are, are just too big for me.
3: Panerai's good for big, rugged dude. You know, he yeah. wants a big watch. Uh, Yeager LeCoultre I use for, like, Oscars a lot. Like, they make good tuxedo watches. Like the like ultra things, thing? Like, leather wristbands instead of metal yeah um i mean
2: yeah people but
3: yeah but oh, we're like, not this was I mean, our
1: watch we're, episode we're not doing uh,
3: episode. <laughs> right? but i do like a little jewelry <coughs> jewelry like a chain Necklace.
1: Like a ne- okay
3: is good but i think I, you a necklace wear it on the inside of your t-shirt you know so you pretty much yeah a chain yeah right and then like a, a ring or two i wouldn't get too crazy
1: Yeah, I wouldn't do more than two. The rings I look at that I like that I wouldn't necessarily wear, I I tend to like like a a turquoisey type looking ring. It's nice looking.
3: Like a flat or hammered gold or silver, Uh something kind of thick. Like this is good. Hey, husband, can you model for us? (laughs) More modeling,
0: please. Yeah, Yeah. that's cool.
3: Clearly, my husband is my—he's my muse. (laughs) (laughs) He's pretty well dressed. I'm just saying. You think I would allow my husband not to be well dressed? I mean, yeah,
0: that would be a real (laughs) shit show. How many days a week are you like? Ah, ah, ah! You're not leaving with that. No, and then you got to change great the style. Okay, he
3: thinks he had great style when we met. But, but we, <laughs>
0: That's every woman has said that about every that. guy she's ever dated.
3: He likes to think that he came like this, but he did. <laughs> but he learned fast, and actually, I steal a lot of his looks from my clients now.
0: Ah. Mm.
3: Yeah, some guys just catch on, and then they go with it, and they get really good at it, you know. But it, it it's. It's, uh, yeah, sometimes you'll get guys that, like, sort of start dressing well on their own.
0: I was mm. told by the internet last week to wear <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> just some fashion thing on the internet that uh-huh. was, like, black and white are the colors this season, or this year.
3: That's so stupid.
0: That's what I read. <laughs> it was, like, black...
3: You get the worst advice.
0: Black and white. I didn't take it as advice. I just read it. And yeah. I was, like, is that true?
3: Like, what do you mean? Like, off... Did you say
0: you found it on Reddit? Is that what no, no, no. It was on... It was some... You read it. I, yeah, I read it <laughs> online somewhere... But so that that place oak.
3: Yeah, I love oak.
0: Yeah, th- they sell a bunch of that kind of stuff. Where like, it's just like mismatchy black and white only, like shirts that'll have like it's a white shirt with a giant like black, a button up or giant, like a t shirt, like a t shirt, uh-huh. white shirt, giant black square in the middle. That's it. Or another one that would be like half black, half white, but it wouldn't be symmetrical, uh, and that kind of shit. Sounds like some hip. I think it was in the movie. New York Times. Yeah. It was definitely the New York Times because they had a giant grid. Black
3: and white is not bad. It's like I don't know what you necessarily mean, but like I think like Kanye wears probably a lot of black and white.
1: Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. What's going? What do you? Th- what do you think about this genie pant? Is, is the it, genie pant.
3: Yeah, I like. Um, I think that on some guys it works, and I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put on my clients because my guys are very like sort of masculine dudes. They're not like hip hop stars. Right. But. Um, I mean, I'm not really into what Kanye does, but I get, but I get that it works for him. Um, there's a brand that does it. What's that brand? Do you remember? There's a brand that's really cheap, actually. The pants are like, not, no joke, like $50, and they mm-hmm. sell them at Nordstrom's, and I can't remember the name. Zanarobe. Xanarobe does slightly genie pants. It's not really a genie pants. It's like a drop touch. Do you think the genie pant, them. the
1: popularity of the genie pants is what maybe is ushering in this new carrot shape jean a little bit?
3: I think what's ushering in the carrot gene is that the skinny thing's been in so long, and eventually everything that goes in really hard has to come out. Right. That's what your mom. <laughs> that's Jeez. what your mom said. <laughs> Obviously, that's what your mom said. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: Obviously, that's what <laughs> your yeah, mom. said. Clearly. But <laughs>
3: the point is that yeah no any it's just like I said fashion has to be, uh, you know. Uh, it, has to, it, it goes around you know otherwise they can't sell clothes because you you'd just be like I already have that yeah so they have to change fashion yeah men's like I said change is slower but
4: yeah
1: Yeah. I mean yeah it makes sense for Like what, men will
3: buy the same thing over and over and over and over again
4: yeah, oh,
1: yeah.
3: will be like I already have that you know <laughs> god my imitation of women's voices is so <laughs> insulting Feminists <laughs> 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 are like burning my name on a wood <laughs> stick somewhere
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
1: well this is wow. very informative okay good it really was yeah good
2: I yeah think you're like now super I think passionate about people it. it's God. great
1: <laughs> now for anyone listening if you think you want to be a stylist you you better be you know no understand what you're getting into it's fucking serious it's a
3: lot of work yeah dealing with the politics of it is intense that's the i think the hardest part is like the publicists. And yeah Men's styling has less politics, but the women's pol the women's the, the politics of women's styling has got to be like it's like eighty percent of the job is dealing.
0: Do you think it was easier that. to rise through the ranks because you were doing men's, which wasn't as competitive as women's? I, I do. Okay.
3: It sounds terrible because it sounds like I because it sounds like I made it only because there was no competition. No, <laughs> no,
0: but there there really just was but less. Really, probably, I made yeah. it because
3: I'm the best.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's why I started following you on Twitter. I was like. No, I was I, like, does she do that? Does she dress these guys or does she work for a thing? And then I like really read through it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is good.
3: You know, the, women's, I, the women, it's different. Like, you have to, like the way that women work, clothes works, is you get, you know, the runway shows will have like, what, 20 pieces per collection, let's say. And they have one sample of each piece, basically. Yeah. And they have to share that sample with their red carpet team, their editorial team, and their sales team. So to get your hands on a dress and once one and only one person can wear it. So right. uh, hoarding it for like the biggest celebrity they can get in it at the biggest event they can get them to wear it. Right. So to get your hands on a dress like I feel like a publicist sometimes. I have to like pitch them on it. I have to be like this client's got this huge movie coming out and this event is going to have a huge red carpet. And I have to like, I don't always, like Shirley Woodley, I can literally be like, send me everything you have and they're <laughs> dying to dress her. But it's not always like that. And, you know, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. I mean, and then, you know, and then even if they want, eat to send you the dress they don't necessarily have it sometimes it's like it's with sales it's with pr or or like so and so's holding it and then there's like other stylists who like hoard clothes and you're like and you you can't get your hands on it and and then i get clothes that i try not to hoard them because i don't want to be an asshole stylist but then you're like (laughs) but if i give it back then someone else will wear it so i kind of want to hoard it yeah it's like a whole thing women's wear is just very different and because men's Other than the occasional, like Gucci, sometimes they'll do like a very specific plaid suit, and then like if like Robert Pattinson wore it, they're like, we can't lend it out now because he wore it. But pretty much like menswear, you could kind of like have the guys. It's
1: interesting. There's like only one of these things. Yeah. But there's not like they don't well, make tons the, of the other
3: them. that's the thing. Is the women? just because it's too expensive. Right. In, mon- in, cl- in clothing lines, never have any money. That's, that's the secret. thing you think that's from a an fashion. from there's an outsider. No, you there's no think money. these fashion
1: houses have all this money? Yeah.
3: They do, and they don't. And look, the bigger fashion, the bigger the fashion brand, they will have. Like Calvin Klein probably has a couple samples sometimes.
1: Two Calvin Klein has two dresses. But like, but like somebody (laughs) that's
3: like a cool designer, like Erdem, that's still like more of a young indie designer. You know they don't have huge budgets. They'll have like one dress, one sample of each. You know, Um, and like, but with menswear, it's actually very different because menswear you're not using samples. When I go shop for my clients for menswear, I'm borrowing. I'm going into the boutique and I'm pulling the clothes from the store. Right. I'm taking from their sales merchandise, which is actually takes up a huge amount of budget, and I don't have to run. I, the girls I dress all tend to be more up and coming in a way, and the girl like, like and the men I dress are giant movie stars like Ben Affleck, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. yeah. So I, there's just so much less resistance. They're yeah. pretty much like, Yeah, come pull whatever you want right from the store. Like they only have each brand has X amount of budget to spend per season and usually the guys they want to dress are guys like Bradley and Ben and Chris Evans and right. and stuff. So they're like, Yep, yep, come in, whatever you want and I literally go into the store and I'm like can I pull this $4,000 leather jacket for my client to wear on a talk show? Thanks. Also, can he keep it? Thanks. By the way, if he wears it, he's keeping it. <laughs> and I have my client's back. Like, I'm like Mama Bear. I'm just like, well, he wore it and he got you all this press. And you know how much that would cost in advertising? So yeah. he's keeping it. Wow. I mean, I try not to be, but that sounded really bitchy. I'm actually yeah. quite nice. <laughs> to, to, you know, but but I, but yeah, but I do have my uh, their backs. Like, I get pissed if designers get like a little stingy like if i'm like i'm sorry my client just wore your tux out of the like thousands of designers they could have worn to the oscars like if he wants that fucking sweater you just better give it to him do you have
0: i was gonna ask you this earlier but do you have when you were talking about when when you dress someone and then they get tons of press for what they wore on a red carpet how does your ego ever come into play where you're like (laughs) i'm not being credited
3: No, I don't give a shit. You don't give a shit, okay. My job is to disappear. Right, right, right. Especially with men's styling. Your job is to look like I was not there. Like, they did it themselves. It should look effortless, not too styled. Yeah. And I think that's also why the guys that I work with like to hire me. Because they they know that I'm going to make them look, uh, look, look
1: it almost becomes a part of much. their persona yeah. they become stylish like as yeah, oh, yes. a st- Bradley Cooper is a stylish man yeah they just assume uh, that right Cooper away a stylish man he, One, he, he, what, it, the truth is he has a stylish stylist right
3: <laughs> yeah that's true and it, but it is a collaboration you know yeah I'm not like I'm not they're not sitting there with their mouths shut and their arms down you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah. they have opinions and it is a collaboration and I work with my usually I work with the client for many years and I learn very quickly what their style is and I'm good. I have an eye for learning very quickly even just before I meet somebody, even just looking at photos of them, for figuring out what their vibe is, what they're into and finding just the best version of that. Right. You know, like like I'll get guys that are preppy and guys that are not and guys that are more rugged and guys that are more rock and roll. Like I don't dress army hammer the same way that I dress Bradley Cooper the same way that I dress Ian Summerholder. You know what I mean? Ian's like a little more rock and roll. Wears a lot of black and like Army's very, like, sort of, like, all American. Sort of, he's a little preppier.
1: Trad. Who? Isn't that what they call that (laughs) Harvard style? (laughs) The Harvard preppy style. It's called trad.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's not his character on social network.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Didn't (laughs) see it. (laughs) He he definitely
3: has a little (laughs) bit of that style. Versus Bradley is very rugged. You know. But also, you know, Army's like, from Texas, so he's got cowboy in him, so, like, he does a lot of denim, and, you know. Right. He he loves a Canadian tuxedo. Fuck yeah, man. My (laughs) new favorite actor. You know, but so I don't don't want them to look alike. I don't want, I don't ever, ever want somebody to look at all my clients and be like, oh, Alaria did that. Right. And especially with the girls. Like, I think what I'm known for with my girls is they all, like, Lizzie looks like Lizzie. Yeah. And Shailene looks like Shailene, and... You know, and some stylists I will say I find put their signature too much on their clients. Mm-hmm. You know, I think like yeah, I try to avoid that. Just right.
0: make them look like the best version of themselves. She's the best version yeah. of
3: themselves, and, I, and they need to be feel comfortable. Like if you're like not feeling comfortable or like yourself, you're gonna just take a bad photo, right? Mm. And then nobody wins. everyone's a loser
1: in summation don't look like shit everybody (laughs) knock it off (laughs) Gloria will yell at you
3: I will too I mean I've gone to parties and literally been like what I've gone up to strangers and be like you need to hire me I once (laughs) went to I went to the DQ (laughs) minute of the year party and got super shit faced and I don't drink very much so when I drink it's like you know it's a thing so um so I went to the Duke Men party and I styled a lot of the guys that were there. So I was walking around like so drunk and happy being like, I dressed you and you and you. Not you. Your suit's too big.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, but yeah, um, it's pretty funny. So if people want to, uh, and I'm sure they will. To go find uh, your work? Where did, where can they go?
3: Um, definitely Instagram's the best mm-hmm. place, which is just my name, full name. Should I spell my name? Yes, That's please. Really it's hard. kind of difficult to spell, yeah. Okay, it's I L A R I A. It's Ilaria. That's Ilaria. <laughs> Urbinati, which is U R B I N A T I. Urbinati. People okay. always spell it urban, like with an A. That's what I did at like, first. Urbinati, yeah. with an I. Or yeah. be not. Yeah. Um, so that's my Instagram handle and then I do have a website that has like all my white carpet work. We just wanna just look at that. But my Instagram's pretty fun, I've been told, just <laughs> the <end. laughs> there's it's a lot party. of fun fashion stuff and doggies that need to be rescued yep. and elephants that need to be rescued mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and then there's like some fun other stuff too and yeah.
0: Yeah. And your Twitter handle's the same spelling, correct?
3: Yeah, my okay. Twitter handles the same my Twitter, I don't think it's as fun as my Instagram because it's basically just my Instagram linking to my Twitter. Right. <laughs> so it's not, it's not as fun. I used to be really big into Twitter. Now I'm all I mean, what I do is such a visual thing Yeah. You know, that Instagram's just better. Yeah, Plus literally sure. Twitter, come on. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm on board as of today it's on like your Facebook. Instagram. Did
3: you just join Instagram?
0: No, I just followed you oh, on right. Instagram. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, my, the, I'm a big Instagram fan.
0: Okay, fun. so the, that, those three, and then you can't discuss the thing.
1: That I was going to ask, what do you What do you want to promote? But outside of that, is there anything dot Check GQ.com <laughs> right after you're done listening yeah, to this. Yeah, check
3: GQ.com. Mm-hmm. It's either out tomorrow. Oh, wait. Okay. This is today.
2: This comes okay. out, yeah, tomorrow, or, Tuesday.
3: Or, so it's coming out. The GQ.com article is in Tuesday or Wednesday, and they will talk about this new awesome collaboration that I'm really excited about, that I really poured a lot of Red. my stuff into. And uh, I think dudes will really be into wearing it. Cool. So, Sweet. And I can't it's affordable. wait.
4: affordable. They can Sweet. actually afford
0: it. Word <laughs> <laughs> Burlap. burlap handkerchiefs. For They're coming. Uh, Sh- burlap sleep. Short
1: side burn, long side burn.
0: Thank you very much for being here. I know you're extremely busy. Thanks for having me. And you this took was your fun. time to come do this, and this has been great. Yeah, awesome. thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. All right.